This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is New Year, New You, 2019 edition. We've been doing this for a few years now. That's right. This is our third New Year, New You episode because every year is a new year. It's a new chance to be a new you. That's what's so great. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, Tinder's dating tips for the new year, and how dating has changed since 1958. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who wants advice on icebreakers for a singles event, and a listener has a great clapback to a creep that we're going to read. But first, Angela, it's just you and me this week. What is going on in your week? Hi. Um, so people keep asking me if it feels different to be an engaged person and the answer is it does not. Really? I mean, it's, it's nice. I feel happy and excited, but like as a, as a person and as a person in a relationship, it doesn't feel that much different. But there was so much build up, and we talked about it for like a year on the podcast and it was like, when's he going to do it? Like, like, you know, right. it makes you kind of question your relationship a little bit, or at least it did for me when I was yes. in that waiting period. And now you don't maybe have that as much. He get, Yeah. So I, that is one difference as I was saying, like last night I was like, you know, when I'm with like your friends or your family, I feel a little more secure. Like I'm here to stay. Like they look at me as more of a permanent fixture. And he gets annoyed when I say that because he was like, you were always that. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel it more. That's how you know? Nick said too. Nick was like, I don't get it. Like we live together. I'm clearly committed to you. Why do you want to get like, you know, what? what's the reason? How does a piece of paper change it? And I was like, look, I hate subscribing to like patriarchal norms and like I logically know that like weddings are an archaic institution that was like founded in property rights but I you know what fuck it emotionally (laughs) I just want to be fucking married to you (laughs) the patriarchy got me okay okay I'm a I'm a sucker yeah and it's like now you can't get rid of me without like a whole lot of work (laughs) yeah yeah you know what that's what I think it is I was like look if you want to get rid of me well, at least after the wedding. I mean, now, right, I mean, right. it would, it, I guess it'd be a little bit of work like moving out, but, uh, you know, once you live with someone, but I'm like, if you want to get rid of me after we're married, it's just a lot of paperwork yeah. <laughs> that you'd have to deal with. So that feels different. Yeah. But one perk that I have found that was amazing was, so I ordered, um, Ian's sister is getting married in a few months and I'm a bridesmaid. So I ordered two dresses to get like two sizes and I thought there was a, 60-day return policy. Turns out there was a 10-day return policy, which makes sense for bridesmaids' dresses because otherwise everybody would just return them because you yeah, wear you them Yeah, you just once. wear it, yeah. So I uh, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to have to pay for two dresses now. No. But Did you call the company? I bet if you called the company and say, look, I bought two sizes. I'm not being a shady bitch who's like trying to return a dress they wear once. So... I am not good at that. Ian is really good at that. Ian's great at writing complaint letters. Well, he that's, gets we have money same, back on everything. We, we're the same person. We're good at that kind of yes. stuff. Um, so I was like, Ian, whip me up a masterpiece. So he wrote me an email and he ended it with, and by the way, I was recently engaged and plan on sending lots of business your way. And I was like, don't add that. That's like, first of all, they're like, yeah, like we need your help, lady. Yeah, it just like felt like I don't know, dumb, too much. But whatever, we included it and it worked. 
No. Yes. I got a full refund on my second dress. They Amazing. let me return it. And they were like, congrats on your engagement. We can't wait to work with you. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I really might. I mean, they're nice. I'm not going to yeah. say their name unless they give me money to, but <laughs> they're a great company. You're like, you don't get, I don't get to say your name just for a refund. Exactly. So uh, yeah, that is the one. I threw my engaged lady weight around and it worked one time. That's amazing. That's exciting. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, what's going on in your week? Well, I was thinking I would talk about one of my friends because I've been following along. She's dating this new guy and I've been following along on their progress. It's been like five weeks now. And I've got to say, I'm just so impressed by the way she's handling things. Although she did have like a hot mess situation the other night when she got like drunk and got like mad at him about something. Great. But um, I don't know. I kind of want to get your opinion on this. Okay. So she normally dates like artsy types, like mm-hmm. kind of like like Nick types. Okay. Like we have the same type of guy typically. But she's dating this guy. He's like a finance guy. He's like renting a Porsche. Like a little like, Ugh. you know, like certain things that like we both would have like major eye rolled at. Like, right. Like, like I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I still am like a little bit like, okay, guy, like, yeah. why are you renting your Porsche? Right. You know? Right. What but, she, you? but she's happy with But him? they've been friends for a while. And okay. so I think like sometimes when you've been friends with somebody, you know, you can kind of like overlook their like tendencies. And when you work in finance, maybe there's like a cultural thing where you like kind of need to show off or like, I don't know, there's like an ego thing maybe. Sure. But anyways, so, uh, she the other night she came over to my house and she was like so we had made plans to hang out tonight and like but but we didn't we didn't like confirm a time and she's like what the hell like i i'm obviously not going to text him because she's really good at like not texting guys right but that means that you have to then spend the whole day being like what's going on what's going on are we hanging out are we not and, like, I guess he was going to come over and, like, help her cook something and, like, help install or help, like, get rid of her air conditioner, you know, like, take it yeah, out of the window yeah. and stuff. And I was like, why don't you just text him and be like, hey, are we still hanging tonight? And she's like, no, I would never. Uh, and I was like, well, you guys definitely made plans for, like, later tonight after he gets off work, right? And she's like, yeah, but he didn't, like, confirm a time. And so then I had to give her the pep talk about what we talk about on our show about how women love to do the, like, quadruple confirm. Yes. And, like, even when she was coming over to hang out at my house, she was just, like, coming over for, like, wine and to, like, catch up. We must have done, like, four or five confirms. It was like, hey, do you want to come over Wednesday night? Uh, yep, great, uh, 9 o'clock. And then, and then it was, like, on Tuesday, can't wait to see you tomorrow night. And then on Wednesday, can't, um, see you tonight. Like, I'm, bring, <laughs> I'm bringing the bubbly. But, see, woman to woman, we don't find that annoying. Like, it's, no. like, what we want from every relationship. So it's just like so lovely making plans with another woman. For sure. And then she's like leaving my apartment now. Great. Walking up to your door. (laughs) I'm like not even kidding. Like it's like play by plays, but it's like, oh, okay, cool. And it's like kind of helpful because you're like, okay, I'll make sure I'm by the door now that I know you're like downstairs at my door. I'll make sure I'm not like in the bathroom or at the other end of the house. So, you know, but guys don't do that. No, they don't. They make Not pl- most. And I think with, with their guy friends, they make plans and then they just assume the dude's going to show up, right? Yeah. And so then they treat like yes. women like that. And for men, I think like if the guy doesn't show up, it's like less lost because men don't really have to get ready. Like women have to like, even if you're seeing your friend, you're going to put on a little makeup. You're going to make sure you look cute. Men just shower and they're ready. Exactly. So she's like kind of going through like 
like the stages of grief as she's like with me like I bet he's like wonder if he's dating someone else like you know like he just I can't believe I'm just getting like stood up and then of course like an hour into us hanging out we get a text from him and she's like well now it's too late I'm not gonna like what am I gonna do like I'm over at your house I don't have makeup on and I was like look why don't you just I, I think his text was like hey uh do you want me to like am I still helping you with your like air conditioner and she's like I'm 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 waiting like an hour to write him back. I was like, you don't need to wait that long. What time was this? It was like 8 p.m. maybe. So she would have waited till 9 p.m. to have him come over. And no, and her. then she was going to deny him coming over. And I was like, look, you want him to come over, right? She's like, yes. I just don't want it like to be like last minute plans. I was like, well, it's not because you like pretty much made plans. Right. Even though no details were confirmed, you sure. know? I was like, why don't you just wait like 15 minutes if that, you know? So she did. And she was like, and she wrote back and said, that would be great. Um, like I'm out and about, but I should be home by like 9.30. And it was like eight-ish. Okay. So I was like, okay, if you leave my house now, you'll still have like an hour to get ready before he comes. Uh-huh. And you won't know that, you know? Right. Because you're like, I'll be home around 9.30, but really you'll get home at like 8.30 and you'll have an hour to like Perfect. clean your bathroom, which she was like worried about because <laughs> I, I guess her bathroom was really dirty and she's like, my bathroom's dirty. I can't have him come over. I was like, understandable. Your, understandable. Um, but I, I, anyways, but while we were going through the stages of grief, I was like, she's like, look, she's like, analyze these texts for me. So she hands me her phone so I can analyze their relationship and like get my opinion on like how things are going. And I was just so impressed because all of her texts were super short and sweet with like scattered in or like a couple funny memes, a couple inside jokes, but never like throughout the whole day texting and updating the whole like everything going on in your day, yeah. you know, when people do that. And then when they meet up, they have nothing to talk about because they've been talking right. all day. And I was just really impressed because I really think like, she, I don't know, her text messages were the most impressive that I've seen in a long really? time when analyzing friends' text messages. Hmm. What What's your opinion when you see like your friends' text messages? Are you usually like impressed or you? So, I mean, short and sweet is definitely, it was an elusive style for me because you've seen my texts from when I was dating. I was always pretty impressed though because you're very witty. Yeah, but they're wordy. Like I Wordy will, but witty, yeah. Yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll go on and on. Like there's never just a yes, no for me, you know? So, and I think that, that more of that could be probably useful when you're dating because like you said, like you... You save it for the real thing. And when she wrote him back, even this time, she wasn't like, hey, I'm over at my friend's Laura. Laura's just having like a glass of wine. Oh, she handled it perfectly. It's going to take me like, I mean, but most of my friends would have written a text like this. It's going to take me probably like, you know, 25 minutes to walk home. And then I got to, I just need some time. So maybe if you want to come over like 9.15, maybe 9.30, that would be great. Are you hungry? Um, I have a bottle, whatever. They would have like written a whole novel and I don't mean I'm I guess I keep saying them but that's also things that I would have done yes. and her message was like yes I do like um I'll be home around 9 30 if you want to come over then like right w- winky heart face or something and I also and that was it that it was, was perfect. all she said it was also not like she was just sitting around waiting for him to confirm it's great it was perfect. flawless flawless do they have a good time they had a good time and now they're still dating. Good. I know. And she's kept up, uh, yeah, despite like one little mishap okay. that she told me about, but no need to get into that. Sure. Uh, you know, we all get drunk and, and, <laughs> and the, cry. And, and, and cry. <laughs> the feels come out. <laughs> but uh, I got to say, she's like playing it perf. So nice. we should all be inspired. It was just like a, mo- yeah, I think it was really inspiring for me to see you know, what we talk about on the podcast of like how to text people back, like played out in like Mm -hmm. real time. And it works. And it works. 
Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break to thank one of our sponsors, and then we're jumping into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, Zola. Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love. They are reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's life even happier. Uh, what's crazy to me is that they booked uh, us as a sponsor before you were engaged. Could I that, know. Could that have been like better timing to have Zola as our sponsor? Uh, you know, I Zola is speaking to me right now because I'm so overwhelmed. There's so many like little moving pieces of things I have to organize. So I like that Zola like makes it easy. They streamline things. They do. We both use them and we love them. Yeah. Um, and I'm like really indecisive. I want to just register a lot of places and Zola makes it easy when you do that because it just like aggregates all the places that you register into one thing. Um, so here's here's the deal with Zola. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with a free wedding website, your dream wedding registry and affordable save the dates and invitations and easy to use planning tools, all stuff that a soon to be bride wants to hear. Um, you start with your free wedding website. It's super easy and takes just minutes to set up and they have over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. And then you get to do your registry. And Zola makes registering for newlyweds so easy. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. And there's something for every guest to give. There's free shipping and returns, price matching, and more. The other really cool thing is they do like group giving. So if you want to give like a big ticket item, uh, I know that Zola Zola lets you go in with a couple people. That's so much easier than what I did. I like bought a bunch of, so I kind of knew I was wanted something big. So what I did was I I had to register for a bunch of really expensive tiny things because I knew like if they were tiny, right. it'd be easier to bring them back to the store. <laughs> so, but then like it was just like a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is smart though There's yeah that's another tactic creative thanks uh but yeah so to start your free wedding website and also get 50 dollars off your registry go to zola that's z-o-l-a dot com slash single that's a free wedding website you're gonna get 50 dollars off your registry on zola by going to zola.com slash single all right, Angela, what are you reading about in the news? So Tinder was kind enough to release this fun little video with um, pro tips for dating in the new year. I guess they know like everybody is ready. Like if you maybe if you've been single for a while in the new year, you're ready to start dating again. They're going to maybe download their app. So they have some tips for for amping up your profile. And I thought they were all pretty good. So here's what they uh, said. Number one, don't leave your bio blank. I completely agree. Yes. I hate this when people do that. Um, number two, smile. Apparently, smiling in your photo increases right swipes by 14%. And how many people do you know doing like the no, no smiley pucker? Yeah, like the little pout. Yeah. Yeah. You got to smile or at least mix it up. You can do a pout, but like have the prof have the main pick the be main, a smile. Yeah, exactly. It's just more inviting. It's just like in real life. Like you don't want to approach like a, a grim faced grump. And I know you guys you know, or at least me, I used to think like, well, I look better when I'm not smiling. Kind of like Bella Hadid. She never freaking yes. smiles. And I got to say, like, she does kind of look better with her pouty face and like a little bit better than the smile. I'm just saying she knows she knows her face. But maybe what you sacrifice in like sexiness, you make up for in like, I'm a good time. Exactly. I'm, you, yeah. I'm a happy human. Like I'm fun. People want to <laughs> hang out with a happy human. They don't want to hang out with like stone face. You know, right. we're not all like modeling for Gucci, Bella Hadid. Like, exactly. so even if you think you look better with the no smile, just smile. 
Yeah. Um, similar, number three, drop the sunglasses. People just want to see your happy face, you know? And and I know we've read things uh, on the podcast before that I guess people, they say people look better in sunglasses because it... Because <laughs> it covers ma- half your features? It makes your face more symmetrical because nobody's face is know. symmetrical. So it like, yeah, it covers up half your face. It just, it's uh, like kind of misleading and, yes. it, and it just makes your whole face look more symmetrical. But but yeah, if I can't see what a guy looks like, I'm not. I I would never swipe on a sunglass pick. And I have so many friends who do this. Who I like know. their not only their main picture, but multiple pictures are of no. them in sunglasses, and they're beautiful girls. And I'm like, you look like you're covering up some kind of like like you're cross-eyed or something. You're not. You have beautiful eyes. You can have one sunglass pick and one no smiley pick. Yes, that's and, it. And put them in the back. Yeah. Um, okay. Number four, wear something bright. This is just like when you go to like take a headshot or something, you want to wear like a bright color. It makes you stand out. When I used to do like talking head stuff on like entertainment and the insider, they would tell me that I had to wear Skittles colored shirts. Uh, so they were like, just wear like, you know, I would look when I was looking for a shirt. It was like, you're supposed to wear a solid Skittles color. Right. I Which mean, would be hard for me. It's not. Uh, I, I do more earth tones. So but this, this the is mustard struggle. yellow is yes. good on you. And that's, I would say, a borderline skittle Like the yellow skittle. Maybe mm-hmm. like a more like mustardy yellow skittle. Right. Um, okay. So where's something right? Number five. Turn on smart photos. This is actually something that I didn't know that Tinder had. It's a new feature that I'm very into. Um, it shows you what your most popular picture is to put first. So like if you're unsure... You just use this thing and then it tells you, oh, this is your best picture. And it shows up first. That's crazy. Um, Number six, connect your Instagram. Um, When I was Tindering, this was like the minority of people connected to the Instagram. Most people didn't. So it was like a weird, creepy thing to do. But now I think most people do connect their Instagram. Um, It does give you like a better sense of who someone is. It really does. And it's like it's constantly like a fresh crop of photos. So like, you know, if you if you get tired of the ones you have, they get a little stale. They can look at the new ones. Yeah. Um, number seven, swipe on a Sunday afternoon. It's when the community is most active. So if you're just sitting on your couch on a Sunday, you can swipe. Number eight, send a GIF if you don't know what to say. You're 30% more likely to get a reply if you send a GIF message. That's fun. It's better than a hey. Yeah. And finally, number nine, be yourself and be respectful uh, they said it's Duh. obvious when you're trying to fake it, which is, you know, generic advice, but true nonetheless. Also, going back to the gift number eight, if you're going to send a gift, I mean, I think most women, if I got a gift, I'd just assume this is a gift you send to everyone. <laughs> so maybe go out of your way and try to sign to send a gif that like plays off of something that you saw in the person's yes. profile you know agreed like if they say they like some sort of movie or director like send a gif from a movie they like or something yes they also said it's like if you don't know what else to say so i do think that still starting with like words like a grown person is probably best but if you, it's if it's between a hey and nothing do, do the gif yeah so those, those are the nine tips from tinder i think they're all pretty solid yeah thank you Thanks. What are you reading? So I was reading something I never normally read. I don't even know how I came across this. Okay. I was reading boardpanda.com. Where are you? Doesn't this seem like something that like you and Nick would be reading? Uh, it's like the kind of thing that I feel like people share on Facebook. Yeah. And you're like, oh, where did that But come this from? was a great article. It's called This 129 Ways to Get a Husband Article from 1958 Shows How Much the World Has Changed. Good. And I thought this was a great thing to read for... The new year, because the new year we're all thinking about, like, forget the past. We're talking about the new. So this was, like, a great 
look back into the very distant past of 1958. So someone named Kim Marks Kazunski from Wisconsin shared this 1958 McCall's article called 129 Ways to Get a Husband. Uh, They spotted the magazine in a rummage sale Mm -hmm. and then like and looked at it and they're just so insane. I I thought that we should read some. Um, Okay. Uh, Also, Kim's favorite was number 40. So I'm just going to go straight to number 40 and read you number 40, Angela. Number 40. Stand in a corner and cry softly. Chances are good that he'll come over to find out what's wrong. What? (laughs) This immediately makes me think it's fake because that's insane. And if that worked, uh, I would be married years ago. (laughs) This shit is real because they screenshot or like they like scanned in pictures of it. Um, number one isn't too crazy. Number one is get a dog and walk it. Yes, sure. Oh, that's I, like advice we still hear today. I, that stands up. Uh, number, oh, I'm just going to like skip around a little. Number three is attend night school, take courses. Oh, but then the the, the end is the bad part. Attend night school, which is great because we always say like take classes and yeah, stuff you're yeah. interested in. They Expand say Expand your horizons. But they say attend night classes, take courses men like. <laughs> it's like no how about you just take courses that you like and maybe there will be someone else that also has your interest don't just like take classes you think a dude would like right um read the obituaries to find eligible widowers is number <laughs> number you six. know what? some of this is a little savage and i like it <laughs> I will also, going back to number 40 about crying in a corner, I will say like in the 50s, there was this idea that you had to be like a perfect little like housewife princess. So I kind of like they're encouraging women to just be that shit crazy and cry in the corner softly at a party. A hundred percent. And just be like little manic pixie dream girl. Okay. I'm going to try to like, I'm going to try to go from like good advice to shit advice. So I'll try to skip around. Um, Number 10, take a bicycle trip through Europe. Oh. Stands up. Adventurous. Uh, 12, become a nurse or airline stewardess. They have very high marriage rates, which like, sure, you can become those careers, but not because they have high marriage rates. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend going into it for a husband. Yeah. Um, 13, ask your friend's husbands who are eligible men in their offices, which like the way they word it isn't great, but it's like, have a friend and introduce a friend. Yeah, yeah. That still holds up. That still holds up. Um, all right. Uh, okay, I'm just going to read some. I don't know if they're good or bad because I'm just reading them on the spot. Learn several funny stories and learn to tell them well, but make sure you don't tell them to him more than once. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, dropping the handkerchief still works. Did it ever work? Oh, that's... I mean, people don't really carry handkerchiefs anymore, but how quaint if they did. Yeah. Number 31, stumble when you walk into a room that he's in. <laughs> so just like be a total club. Okay, yeah, once again, if that worked, I would have been married years ago. Yeah. Uh, this one's just weird. If you look good in sweaters, wear one in every third date. Why third date? Why not wear them every date if you look good in them? I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're like, you know, you don't want to be too fast, like a fast young lady wearing your sweaters all the time. I'm a vegan, so this one I'm like obviously not a fan of. But when you're with him, order your steak rare. Oh. Like to show you're, to like, show you're like a guy's gal. A guy's gal, I guess. Is that what it is? I guess. Um buy a full-length mirror and take a good look before you go to greet him i mean sure whatever uh he should be doing the same he should be uh ask his mother for her recipes (laughs) talk to his father about business and agree that taxes are too high (laughs) (laughs) even if you know nothing else about any of that just taxes are too high huh (laughs) Uh huh (laughs) 
Um, okay, very early in your, this is number 92, very early in your dating, why not get a favorite song that you both regard as your own? Sure. Um, find out about the girls he hasn't married. Don't repeat the mistakes they made. I don't like that one. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, let's see some others. Um, watch, watch your vocabulary. It's 59. Do you find any that you like in this, on this list? Um, well, Okay, this, see, is this real 121 stand on a busy street corner with a lasso? Come on. Come on. That's just weird. But this is real. This is real. That one I don't – I mean, they clearly they had to come up with a lot and they just lost their right. shit towards the end. Maybe they were being snarky. Well, the final one is carry a camera and ask strange handsome men if they would mind snapping your picture. I mean, don't we still do that today now if you don't want to take a selfie? You're just like, take my picture. Take my picture. Yeah, it's way easier to carry a camera now. So needless to say, some of a few of these still hold up. Most not, and not for the best, I would say. Uh, oh wait, can I read number one seventeen? Yes. Start a whispering campaign on how sought after you are. Okay, this I support. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, I don't know any other thoughts on this before we move on. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm mostly focused on how I'm impressed that some of these are mildly woke. Yeah. In terms of, you know, like actually telling women to go to school. Uh, granted, they were going to school to meet a husband, but at least they were like, hey, go to school. He doesn't want a dumb dumb. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's true. Very true. All right. It is time for us to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Quip. One of the most important things we can do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. This is what's so crazy to me. Like we don't change our brushes enough. We don't brush long enough and uh this is like a problem yes like your your bacteria in your teeth can affect your whole body yes kind of gross and i know before (laughs) i used quip i definitely was not changing my toothbrush often enough and it's funny they look so cool everybody that comes into my apartment and looks in my bathroom is like oh you have a quip toothbrush what is that like what do you think like everybody's just so intrigued and i'm like it's amazing i'm like i just got them because they were cute Right. But turns out. Turns out they work really well. Yeah. So I'm always, I basically am a quip commercial in my daily life. Yeah. Me too. Um, So here are the things that I tell people that come into my apartment. Quip has sensitive sonic vibrations. They're gentle enough on your sensitive gums and people like them because uh, normally a lot of people brush too hard. Electronic toothbrushes can be too abrasive. Quip is like super gentle. They have a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, which helps you uh, have a full and even clean. You also have a multi-use cover that comes with your toothbrush and mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. Super useful if you travel a lot. You just twist it on and go. They're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I bought one for Nick, and I don't know if Quip is listening. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think they might. I wonder if they have kids' toothbrushes. I need to look into this for when oh. Rilo gets teeth. I got to look into this. Um, but I need everyone in my family to get to get one. <laughs> uh, that's why we love Quip, and that's why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash single right now, you will get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash single. 
We'd like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. That's right, guys. We're encouraging you folks to make it. And, you know, you can start that by creating a website because that's what we did before we turned ourselves into a podcast and a book and a store and, I don't know, our whole our whole brand, we just did a scrappy little sketch show with a website and made us feel legit. That's how we decided to make it. It all started with a website. That's how we built our empire. Yeah, you can do so many things. You can bobble, blog. I almost said, I was trying to say blog and publish. Blogish. Bloglish. <laughs> oh, that's like a new thing. It's like a new word I've created. That's really cool. You can showcase your work. You can turn your cool idea into a website. You can promote your physical or online business. So many things. Yep. And... It's super easy. Squarespace makes it easy by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They also have a powerful e-commerce functionality that's, that lets you sell anything online if you're a maker. Um, and if you get confused, like I definitely do when I'm trying to work on these sorts of things, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that will help you out. Um, and, you know, we're podcasters, so we use it for that. But you can really utilize Squarespace no matter what you do. You could be an architect. You can be an artist. You could be a musician. You could be a real estate broker. Even if you're like an interior designer. Hey, if you're planning a wedding like me, maybe you want to build a wedding website. That's what Laura did. I did. It's still up if you want to check out my wedding website. It's Nick <laughs> with just no K. And I see nicklovesLaura.com. That's our wedding website. Yeah, so many uses. You could still buy me a gift. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't, I, don't, I don't think the registry still works. But you can still send her a gift if you would like to. Sure, I would love it. Uh, guys, check out squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use our offer code SINGLE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code SINGLE to save 10% off. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? All right. First up, we have an anonymous listener. They write, online dating has not been working for me, so I'm trying something new. In two weeks, I will be going to a singles event. I've never been to one before, so I'm pretty nervous. I have decided to go alone. I will be more open to talking to people that way. Any advice on how to approach a man or how to be more approachable? By the way, I'm a big fan of you ladies. I love listening to your podcast. Thank you for what you do. Oh. Thank you. I mean, okay, so she's going to a singles event. We have a bunch of icebreakers in our in our book that are just like <laughs> random things you can say to people. Yeah, I but wouldn't like, recommend using those. But like you would not. They're a little more they're like they were more joking. humorous. Yeah. But like honestly, you're at a singles event. I don't even think you need an opener. I think you just go up and you're like and the whole point is to meet people. So you're not like a weirdo for going up to someone. Right. And you just say, Hey guys, I'm Chelsea or whatever your name is. Uh, like, so like, how'd you find out about this thing? Right. Right. Or like, Hey guys, like, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever your name, Taylor. Um, like, like, is this your first singles event? Uh, like, have you been to this bar? Yeah. Right. I think it's awesome that she's going by herself. Yeah. By the way, I think that's really smart. I would probably drag a friend along, uh, which is the wrong move. You're right that you will be more open to, you'll be more approachable by being by yourself. Uh, just like a physicality tip that I remember from like the early 2000s version of Queer Eye. I remember Jay Rodriguez said, when you're at a party, don't stand with your arms crossed. No, never have your arms crossed. You Even, and to, that stands for interviews and like other things yes. too. So you want to feel, you want to like create or like give off like an open presence. So your arms should be like 
akimbo, like loose at your side. Like the feng shui of your body. Yes. Um, I guess like don't be afraid to make eye contact with people. Not like intense, scary eye contact, but flirty eye contact. Yeah. I I think all of that. Um, so that, yeah, Angela's advice on how to be how to be more approachable is definitely like body language, you know, put your phone away would be a big one. Yeah. Like just don't be on your phone at all. Like put it in the purse. Don't look at, don't look at it. Like I know you're going to probably want to like, I don't know, like do something with your hands or feel like fidgety or feel stupid. Just like sipping on your drink and like mm-hmm. looking around, but just like have a drink, you know, even if it's just sparkling water, and that and if, as long as you're not in your phone, your hands aren't crossed, you're you're going to be approachable. Yeah. You're not talking to anybody. So that's like a good thing. And then, yeah, I think you can just go up to people. Everybody's there to meet people. So right. the setting is inviting. And yeah, don't overthink it. Yeah. And I agree. I like being like, how did you find out about this? Because everybody yeah. will have a different answer. It'll lead to more questions about like why you're single and what you're looking for and all that stuff. For sure. So good luck. Let us know how it goes. All what right. else do we got? Next, this one is more just like a listener who we love who wrote a great snapback to uh, a jerk on on some dating app. Is it clapback or snapback? I say clapback. I think I meant clapback and I wrote snapback. <laughs> but we're old. <laughs> uh, she clapbacked. Sorry, she clapped back. Uh, she said, "Just wanted to share. I don't normally reply to these gross men." But I was just in the mood to put someone in their place while taking my morning pee. <laughs> this is signed Z. Uh, yeah, I used to do a lot of my online dating while I was taking my morning pee. So yeah. feel it. Do you want to be the guy or the girl? Um, I will be the guy. All right. Go for it. He said, oh, tell me, honey, you got chocolate milk and them titties? I think you're incredibly confused on what this app's for. It's meant to meet and connect with people, not to harass women with everything going on. Uh, current with women coming out about being harassed, you'd be very conscious of what you're putting out there. I hope you feel dumb and ignorant. Not only did you verbally sexually harass me, but you're also being racist, insinuating a woman of color could create any different kind of milk than of natural for a child. Go work on yourself. I love this so much. Isn't that so good? She was concise and clever and cutting. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Z, you are the shit. That was that was like such a good clapback. This is how you do it. That is how you do it. And I don't think he wrote back to that because Yeah, uh, he probably was scared. Let's hope that he's going on and working on himself. Yeah, take Z's advice. So yeah, good job. I mean, I always say like if someone's being creepy, you are not required to write back. You can just straight up block them. You don't have to do anything. But if you do want to clap back, I feel like this is a great way to do it right and i'm assuming she probably locked him right after this which is what i would have done yeah you don't need to wait to hear back yeah all right um well we hope that was helpful in terms of teaching you how to clap back or if you want to you go to a singles event now you'll kind of know you know don't overthink it um if any of you other listeners want your questions answered or if you have funny messages you want to share email us at contact at this is why your single show.com please be concise a paragraph or less you can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why your single show.com now let's dive in to our reason of the week this week's reason is new year new you It's New Year. It's time to start over. Uh, Here are some notes from last year's edition, just to recap. And then we've got some some new notes. Um, You know, 
maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to be happier and work on you. You can always be evolving, but the new year is a great time to start. Cuffing season's ending. So, you know, get out of those relationships that suck. Also, you know, some people might be available now that cuffing season's ending. Uh, Look forward, not back. We wrote that 2017 sucked, so it can only get better. Angela, was 2018 much better in the politically climate-wise? No. No, No, right? It was worse, but I think we kind of knew that politically and worldwise it's probably going to get worse. Before before it gets better. You know, it's always darkest before the dawn. Oh, I like that. Let's try and think of it that way. Um, So those were our notes from last year. What other kind of notes would you tell people for this year? Oh, man. Well, I feel like I personally am on like the verge of like, like I kind of need a rebirth myself. So I'm ready for it. I think like uh, this is like having nothing to do romantically, but just like personally, like outside of my job, I want to like pursue more creative things and like just fulfilling things. Um, it's, it feels arbitrary to be like, okay, New Year's is when I do this. Like you could really do it anytime, but if it helps, you know, everybody else is in that mood. So just kind of feed off that energy. Maybe like you have camaraderie in terms of like trying to start something new. I know my gym is always crazy busy in the new year and it's like, okay, yeah, let's get our workout on. Right. It's also, I think that like this sort of stuff starts to like plant its seed in your head around like December because you know the new year is coming, but December is just kind of like a month where everything's on hold. You can't really get anything done. So like once January comes, it's like your schedule opens up, you're free to do whatever. I feel like you should just like start putting stuff in your calendar or hold yourself accountable. Like be like, I'm going to do this on this date and do it. I feel like from an outside perspective on you, I feel yes. like for for this last year, your whole goal was like you were really focused on like you wanted to have stability in terms yes. of like your job and like really thrive and feel comfortable at your new job. And then like you also wanted to like move in with Ian and like solidify that relationship. And just from an outside friend perspective, I feel like you completely thrived in 2018 yeah. and like your jo- you're killing it at your job. They love you there. Like your coworkers love you. You, you're like, you know, you now can feel comfortable there. You're not like the new girl anymore. And you thrived at your job. You moved in with Ian. You got like the apartment that you guys were dreaming of and decorated it. Super crazy cute. Now you're engaged. I feel like personally and career wise, you are thriving. And so as a friend, I couldn't agree more that like 2019 is just like, sprinkles on top of the Sunday where now you you know you can just kind of like add on to like the foundation that you built right and it's weird like from my perspective I don't even know if like like you're right I know that you're right but like I don't know if I look back on those things as like achievements during the year so that's a good reminder that like even small practical things that like get your life in order should be like looked on as accomplishments they're huge but at the time they probably don't feel as huge until you look back um adds like reflection on them right You've had a big 2018, I would say. Yeah, now give me your friend uh, perspective. (laughs) I mean, it's been amazing being able to be here recording podcasts while watching you during the different phases of motherhood because you were back to recording like very quickly after having Rilo. We ran out of episodes. We didn't have a (laughs) choice. We had to keep recording. And it's been amazing watching you thrive and flourish and like you're so like you're pro- like uh, what? What? Rilo was born in July. Yeah. Here we are, a few months later in January, and you're like an old pro at this. You know what you're doing. You're telling Nick, oh, Rilo doesn't uh, like to sit in the carrier. 
Yeah. You know all his likes and dislikes. Oh, I do. I know. I know him now. It's crazy. I I know this little human. It's weird that I ever knew you as not a mother. Really? Yeah. Just so natural. It is. Thanks. And you're working on a book on top of it. I am. I'm working on a book, but it's not going to come out till 2020, which feels so far away. (laughs) Um it's funny, like I love being a mother and I love that identity, but I I like to keep my creative pursuits separate from motherhood. Like the most I like to bring into my career with motherhood is like, I don't mind ta- talking about it on the podcast, you know, right. but I recently got reached out to by somebody who was like, I saw you on like social media, like inspiring motherhood. Can I bring you to this like motherhood? I want to interview you about motherhood. I don't know, whatever. And I was just like, I don't. I don't want, now that I'm a mom, I don't want to all of a sudden be like a mother, a mom writer or like, like a, a mommy mom, blogger, a mom comedian, you know, like uh, that's like not, I find it, I don't know. Am I taking it too personally to be like offended by that? I'm like, I'm like, I'm still just a writer. I'm still just a comedian. I'm a writer and a comedian who happens to be a mom, but I'm not a mother comedian. I'm not a mother writer. And I was like offended by the email Okay, maybe it offended the wrong word. I wasn't necessarily offended. I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Do you do you think I should, am I taking this to? Well, I think, you know, you write what you know. And right now you do know motherhood. So you might be able to contribute like your own unique voice I mean, to that conversation. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's but, like every day is its own journey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that like maybe right now you want to establish yourself as being able to do other things. So Maybe eventually you'll come back to writing about motherhood. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I also don't want to like use him for material. You, know? you don't want to monetize your baby? Yeah, not really. Hmm. At least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. As always, for the New Year, New episode, it's time for our resolutions. Angela, let's quickly recap your resolutions from last year and tell us which ones you did and which ones you didn't do. I'm scared to look back. I feel like I did nothing, but let's see. All right. I'm going to give you a... We'll do the game show, lose or win if you did it. (laughs) Okay, great. Go for it. Number one, put money away for my retirement parentheses, figure out how that works. I have no 401k and I don't want to be an old lady eating cat food. Well, guys... Did not do that. However, I am getting married and combining my finances with somebody who is good at that. Perfect. (laughs) Which is not what I was raised to do. I still intend on figuring it out and having my own money and funds. However, there's just a little more stability. All right. Number two. Okay. Number two. Laser hair removal. Didn't do that either. I'm still a hairy. All right. Number three. Not live in a frat house. I did that. Just me and Ian now. Uh, number four, eat more veggies. Maybe working out will happen in 2018. Well, half and half. I did eat more veggies, but I did not work out. Did not. No gym. Okay, number five, tweet more. I did do that. That I accomplished. Thank God. Uh, number six, get off social media. Politics are killing me. This may conflict with previous re- resolution. Uh, <laughs> I actually have done a really good job. Uh, I was having a nervous breakdown there for a while, so I have restricted my at least news reading intake to I get an hour in the morning and an hour at night. Okay. Uh, Number seven, watch the final seasons of Boardwalk Empire, which came out in 2014, and Newsroom also 2014. Didn't do either. But I've still avoided spoilers all these years, so one day I will. 
Uh, number eight, wear expensive clothes slash not forever 21 shit that falls apart after one wash. I have done a better job of like upping my wardrobe game. That has been a nice side effect of yeah, your clothes a look nice. bit more money. Thank you. Uh, I do a lot of Stitch Fix, honestly, and I will say that because they're a sponsor. Yeah. I recommend them. Um, okay. Number Oh, no. Number nine. Make enough money to donate to more charities. Um, I did, you know what? Oh. I did donate uh, around the time of the Women's March. I, I oh, made good. a bunch of donations. Great. I remember uh, you donated to Planned Parenthood, I think. No? And the ACLU and Southern Poverty Law Center, if you're looking for nice places. Oh, and Fantastic. also uh, uh, races, the um, refugee thing. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay. So I would like to work on that. I want to do that more in the new year. Um, and finally, number 10, I said, have bigger balls. I don't know. Maybe I have lopsided balls going into 2019. Maybe one is bigger. <laughs> there's a start. Uh, I, they, there's room for improvement with my balls, but yeah, not bad. Okay. All right. What was that? Like half maybe? Yeah. Eh. That was great. I feel like I feel like that's more than most people do with their resolutions. Okay. All right. You ready for mine? Yes. Figure out what color my hair should be permanently. <laughs> I totally did. It's like a light brown, like my natural with a few highlights uh, thrown in. Because for a while there in 2000, uh, 2018, 2017, whatever, last year, <laughs> 2018, <laughs> my hair, I must have dyed it like six colors. It was like yes. pink, blue, red, black, blonde. By the end of 2017, my hair was like falling out or this was in 2017 it's i'm getting confused because right. this is last we're entering year. 2019 right so last year was 2018 whatever so yeah 2017 you 2017 had i had colors. many hair colors i mean the the good part is when i was pregnant you can't really like dye your hair that much you know or you just have yeah. to, you have to be like a little more careful like i used like an organic hair dye whatever okay write a book of essays and get it published um so i'm gonna explain i'm gonna go like this <laughs> I didn't end up publishing my book of essays, but I ended up getting a book deal for a different book, which right. I feel like still counts. Sometimes, that definitely counts. Right? That still counts. Um, I'm writing a, a book called Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales. It will be due out in 2020. So I did the book I had in mind didn't get published, but a new one did. Take my mom on a mother-daughter trip. I did that. I did it right before I had the baby. We went to Ojai. It was beautiful. Cook an apple pie. Nope. Uh, learn a new trapeze trick other than the split. I got pregnant. I couldn't do trapeze okay. anymore. So that Fair. made it really hard. Good excuse. Have a humor piece accepted by the New Yorker. Happened a week ago, Angela. Wait, how did I not know that? I forgot to tell you. Was it, it published already? It's going to actually be published technically in 2019, okay. but it got accepted at the very end of 2018. My resolution came. And guess what? It was a collaboration between me and the illustrator of our book, Lucy Rice. Oh, my God. I, until I forgot to tell you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you pictures after the podcast. Wonderful news. Wonderful news. Uh, learn to do a handstand on the um, away from the wall in yoga. Not even fucking close. But again, you were pregnant. Yeah. Uh, find a friend for my dog. She doesn't need friends is what I've learned. I'm Sam's friend. Yes. Learn to play the ukulele. No, that I could have done, but I didn't do that. Put together an album of songs about my dog. <laughs> 
Didn't, Can't believe you didn't squeeze that in. Didn't squeeze that in. All right. Um, now it's time for us to do our resolutions for 2019. Angela, let's have you go first. All right. Uh, number one, I um, I said get a new job maybe or volunteer somewhere that is interesting to me. I have some ideas. I think I want to work for the Girl Scouts, guys. Like, I'm really? very into the Girl Scouts of America. Oh, my God. I love that. I was a Girl Scout as a child. It was great. They're like, they have a super woke social media presence. I tweeted with them recently. We I had like a little tweet back and forth. I remember that. that. Like, you made were my really life. excited. What was that tweet about? I'm trying to remember. They like tweeted something about breaking the glass ceiling. And I was like, uh, this is so cool. It almost makes me not embarrassed that I was a Girl Scout until high school. <laughs> and then they were all like, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm still embarrassed. But thank you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, maybe the Girl Scouts. I don't know. Something cool it. like that. Uh, what about you? Uh, number one is read six books, which is, it's really hard. I've been trying to read it. It's just a lot slower. The only time I can really get to read a book is after the baby goes to sleep. Yeah. And then that's also the time where I squeeze in work and I squeeze in time with Nick. So anyways, needless to say, it's really slow to finish a book. So I picked six books. So it's like one every two months, which. That feels achievable. Feels achievable. Um, okay, number two for me, complete my apartment decoration because the rate that I've been going, I've been like, okay, I'm going to do a wall a month. Uh, and if I can complete a wall a month, uh, I'll be happy. And it's been working, but it's kind of slow. So I'm going to try and get it done by the end of I love that 2019. Uh, mine is start trapeze up again. I really loved when I was taking trapeze, but you know, it's kind of time consuming. The baby feeds, it's hard, but I feel like, you know, by the end of this year, at least, like, the baby will be, like, eating, you know, more food that yeah. I don't have to feed it. Um, and I would like to learn a new trapeze trick other than the split. That would be very cool. Yeah. Um, for me, number three, don't lose my engagement ring because I keep taking it off and putting places. So if I can get to the end of 2019 without ever losing it, it will feel like a miracle. I told you, don't take it off. I know everybody says that, but I do. Just stop. I'm not used to it. But, okay, I mean, I I'm not saying I'm not going to stop taking it off but i am saying i'm gonna try not to lose it okay. i'm gonna remember when i take it off that's great um i'm gonna have i'm, I'm rolling some of these over from 2018 okay. i would like to have another humor piece accepted by the new yorker this year well now that the door is open yeah right yeah when well, it rains it pours well i've had like a I've, I've i've been having like one a year but i would like so now i'm having you know i got one accepted 2018 i had right. another one in 2017 i'd like another one this year is so nice. uh oh cool i'm i plan to pitch a lot you've got a good pattern going yeah um okay for me i said maybe do something with my theater knowledge like a podcast or an instagram i don't know i just have a lot of theater knowledge i'm it's doing a personal so project where i'm chronologically listening to every musical um starting from like the 1950s up through now wow. i just do it for fun just so i can like learn every show tune ever created and i Ian, love it and it's always like you know all you have all that information trapped in your brain you gotta let it out and i think it's he's kind of like stop telling it to me tell it to people that care yeah i feel like remember we went to that sketch show that was like a parody of musicals yes did matt our friend matt gearing wrote yes, that yes he did with his really cool wife shane taub and uh i didn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> i was like i don't know what these are parodies of and like you knew everything it was really impressive yeah that i mean i would love to who would have thought that there was a demographic for sketch comedy about musical theater but there is so maybe i'll tap into that yeah there I you know. go uh i would like to publish a children's book 
that would be very cool now I know that you have I a child. I know I just said that I don't want to be like a mommy writer. But that's different. But this feels different because I wanted to do this like even before I had a kid. Right. And that really taps into your imagination. It's not necessarily about being a mom or having a child. I want it to be like anything. a humorous type of children's book like BJ Novak-ish, yes. you know, like funny. Cool. Um, I, okay. What's next for me? Okay. Don't murder anybody while planning my wedding, including myself. Yes. Because I'm feeling very anxious. So I'm going to try not to form any fights. So far, so good. Uh, number five for me, give a fantastic, hilarious speech at Angela's wedding. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just want to like, I've never given a speech. Now that you've told me that I can give a speech at your wedding, I just want to be like... You're getting nervous. I want, no, I want to go down in history as like the best wedding speech ever. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad that it's going to happen at my wedding. I mean, we don't know if it will, I hope. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's awesome. Next, spend less time on social media again and be more present. This is like an ongoing goal. It is because it's I'm a millennial. It's a problem I have, but I'm going to be more present. Like when I'm even when I'm at home, I just want to like put my phone down and like spend time with the one I love. I love that. Yeah. Number six for me: throw a dinner party. Something I've always been wanting to do. I want to like throw like a classy, fancy dinner party. You've never done that. Um, I'm sure I have, but like not in this house. Ah. And I just want to, you know, like I, I want to like do it. Yes. Do it all. And out. the older we get, it's, I prefer a dinner party. It's like going out, you know? Yeah, I want to invite people over and have like a catered dinner party. Like not Ooh. even like a, not even like B-Y-O-F. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do, what do we got for you? Um, go to therapy. I always feel better when I'm in therapy and it's been a few years. So I'm, I'm ready to go back and like work on my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. You could do, what's our, our, we have a sponsor for that. Talkspace. Talkspace. Yeah. You could, you, if you, I could have multiple therapists. I could have my uh, at the ready text therapist through Talkspace and an in-person thing. I'll be like, you'll be so good. 100% mental health readiness. Um, I would like to write for an animated show, number seven. That's been like a fun goal of mine. Like after you and I went to LA once and we had a general meeting, generals or things where we, people you just like meet with people with no purpose. And we met with like an animated um, company. Uh-huh. And like I've been inspired ever since then. Right. You pitched or you sort of pitched Princess Yellow Boots to yeah, them. I know. They didn't take it. <laughs> and then we immediately, they were working on the Grinch at the time. Oh, yeah. And then Angela and I like went home and like sent them an email of like pitches for the Grinch and never heard back. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. We were really embarrassed at the time, but now I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I would like to go back and see what we pitched. I bet it was hilarious. Honestly. And it's kind of like one of those things like, you know, like have no regrets. Like we could have just been like, thank you for the meeting and then right. never written them. Maybe we sent them a bunch of stupid ideas and they were like, these are dumb and never wrote us back. But also like, you know, you don't get what you don't ask for. We wanted to yeah. work on the movie. So we tried. Didn't happen. Well, it seems like they make a new Grinch movie every few years. So there's still hope for us. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, go to therapy. Listen to a new album slash discover current music that I like. If, I heard something recently that was like, you stop listening to new music at like 24 or something like the music that you were listening to at 24 is kind of where you get stuck yeah that sounds and, about right and you stop discovering new music because it does feel like a chore now to like listen to a new album I'm like Ugh, i don't and know I'm the all, words and i'm like these all suck but i remember i was with nick and i was like dashboard confessionals is like one of the best <laughs> bands ever and nick was like you what is wrong with you <laughs> i was like okay fine what about don't say that in public what about weezer or like you know uh what did i say you know what i loved keen Keen is one of the most underrated bands. Nick was like, I can't with you. (laughs) 
you would love. I found like a early 2000s uh, playlist on Spotify. I would love it. It's got all those guys. Um, number eight for me, find a productive way to give back. Uh, last year up until when I was like pretty pregnant, I was like volunteering. And then this year we like started like donated to charities, but I still haven't necessarily felt like completely productive necessarily with my way of like giving back. So I just want to find like a good balance between like volunteering, giving money and like a way that like, like feels fulfilling, not just for me, but feels like I'm actually making a productive difference. Yeah. Just like showing up. I get that feeling a lot. Um, okay, mine is slightly less noble. Get into arts and crafts. I just, you know, I like working with my hands. I like, I used to be an artist back in the day. So like when I'm sitting around, uh, I, I want to get into like, I don't know, maybe not knitting, maybe not coloring, but something. Oh, I like something that. Something artsy and fun. Yeah, I love doing stuff. It makes me feel better too. Yeah. Um, I like to write a feature film. Just, Ooh. you know, like, like put one on paper and see if I can do it because that yeah. seems so daunting a like, lot of writing and reading for you in the new year i'm and i'm i'm you know i'm gonna get to do none of it because i have a you'll, baby you'll you'll check some some of these things off the list uh and then what's number 10 for you finally overall be more creative and discover new creative outlets that's my just general vibe for 2019 i like that uh, mine's kind of similar it's dragged over from last year is like learn the ukulele play guitar more because i didn't really yes. do that um well Let's try to keep each other to these. Yes. We'll inspire each other. Guys, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Happy New Year to you all. Send us your resolutions. We would love to hear what what yours are. Yes, and we'll hold you accountable. We will. Uh, Check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Yep. And if you would like to get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors, you can go to our podcast page at thisisbyyoursingleshow.com for a full list of sponsors and the codes. We're also on social. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show, even though I'll be trying to stay off social media. We'll try and tweet more at This Is Why Your Single Show. Um, please. Oh, yeah. Why isn't that? Or, I'm sorry. At that Your sh- Single Show. That should have been our resolutions is to like work on our social. On our social media. All right, guys. We're adding a resolution. We're going to have better social media at your single show. Um, also our personals, why not? I am at Sparadactyl. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Insta and Laura Lane on Twitter. And please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. 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 That was a headgum podcast.